Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello there and welcome to the show. And I might mention at the beginning, I forgot to flag this last week, that this will actually be the last episode for 2018. I'm going to take a few months off the show, but there is, of course, so much stuff in the back catalogue. And if you have questions that aren't covered by some of the stuff I've done an episode on before or you can't find anything about it on my website at rachelcorbett.com.au, then please send me an email at the contact page there and I shall endeavour to answer your question as quickly as I can. I love content for this show. I love knowing what you want to know more about. So please get in touch if there are conundrums that you are trying to sort through in your own head and you're thinking, somebody help me out of this nightmare. May I be that person? Next year, not this year. (laughs) So today I wanted to focus on some of the things that might be holding you back. We're getting to the end of the year. Maybe you've been wanting to podcast all year and you haven't gotten to it. And we all know that December and January is the time for New Year's resolutions and thinking about the things that we want to put on the to-do list and actually cross them off. And I wanted to give you a bit of inspiration, perhaps a little kick up the bottom to encourage you to start your podcast in the new year. And to do that, I wanted to go through some of the things that could be holding you back that are usually holding a lot of people back and just bust the myths around a few of these things. One of the first reasons that people hold themselves back from podcasting is that they can't come up with an idea or they think they can't come up with an idea. I would encourage you to go back in this show to an episode where I talk about how to come up with the idea for your podcast. I take you through some practical things that you can do to think about some of the topics that you're interested in or some of the things that you know a lot about and try and hone that down into a show idea. That exercise is really helpful, but so is patience. I have had a number of ideas for shows that sometimes it's been a couple of years between the idea and the execution of that idea. Sometimes that is because life gets in the way, but more often than not, it's because it takes a little while for some ideas to percolate. I've had plenty of ideas that have been left in notepads, never to be seen again. But the real ones, the really good ones stick around and they stay with you. And in that episode about coming up with your podcast idea, I talk about the importance of marinating on things, of sharing your idea with others to get a sense of whether you're proud of it and other people are excited about it, and to really feel whether this is an idea that has legs that you could do for a long time. Be patient, be kind to yourself. As long as you are not just sitting back with your feet up on the couch watching telly going, I'll get to it someday. If you are trying to put the wheels in motion, you're obviously listening to this show, you're doing your research and you're trying to find that idea, it will eventually come. You just need to do the work, but also be kind and realize that these things do take time. So check that episode out uh, and get some help if you need it coming up with your podcast idea. Another thing that can hold people back is this idea that no one will want to listen to the show. My advice in this regard is that that should not be the point of you doing a show. Every show that I've made, I've made because I can't not make it, because I think this would be a really good resource or it's a really good idea or I'm just fascinated by it and interested in it and I just want to be a part of the content and make it. Really, the listeners, while I have them in mind when I'm making the show because I'm definitely trying to make content that appeals to them and is the right length for them and I do think about the audience absolutely when I'm developing the show – 
one listen would be enough to justify the idea because ultimately it's a passion that you want to put down on tape. You have to, as I said, think about the audience when you're th- putting the show together and I've got plenty of resources on uh, on this show and also on my website about thinking about your audience when you're thinking about how long your show should be and what content you should put in it. There's an episode around designing your ideal listener that I encourage you to check out that can help you think about that. But really... Just doing it should be the main goal because you can't not do it. If you are designing a show that is thoughtful and you've thought a lot about the content and you're really putting your best foot forward and you love it, you will eventually find an audience. It might take some time. It is, of course, a long-term process, but honestly, an audience will find a show that is great content, good to listen to, high-quality audio, and where it sounds like the host really loves what they're doing. So don't let that hold you back from your idea. Don't let the fear of having not enough listeners stop you from making something that you're really passionate about. If you've got one listener and it's your mum, then that is great. That's, you know, you've got somebody there that's listening to the content. And eventually, if you have the patience and you really put the time and effort in, they will come. Not having enough time is another excuse that I hear a lot from people when they say they can't uh, start a podcast. I agree. Believe me. I know. Podcasts take a hell of a lot of time. But we all know that if we really want to do something, we will find the time. You can say, I'm so busy, I can't possibly do anything. And then if a hot bird or a hot dude asks you out on a date, all of a sudden, bang, you've got three hours free whenever you want it. So you know that when you want to do something, you can make the time. On the flip side of that, sometimes we just are too busy and you have to give yourself a break and leave yourself the space to wait until you do have time to concentrate on it because it will take a heck of a lot of time. It will take a lot of dedication and to do it right, you've got to have the time to invest in the project. So you must make sure that you have enough time. But if you really want to do it, just make time. Podcasting, I'm sitting here on a weekend chatting into a microphone. I'll often be doing it at 11 or 12 o'clock at night if I need to, if I've had a full-on day at work. You just need to do it in the time that you have available. And if you really want to do it, the reward at the other end, when you see your show out there, when you've got listeners, when you're getting feedback, you won't care at all if you had to stay up an extra hour or if you had to do it on the weekend because you will really be happy that you created that content. So don't let time be something that holds you back. If you are super busy and you've got a lot on, set yourself a goal for six months in the future and really plan to try and get your calendar into some kind of arrangement that means that you can fit it in. Or sit down and look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I doing it because I don't have time or am I just scared? Am I not ready to jump in the deep end? Because if it's that, just jump. Don't let that be the thing that is holding you back. You do have the time. You just have to make it. Having a radio voice seems to be something that a lot of people uh, think that they need to have to do a show and sometimes they think, oh, I don't sound great when I'm recorded, but nobody sounds great when they're recorded to themselves. They sound great to other people, but you sound different when you listen to yourself back talking into a microphone then you actually hear yourself because you're hearing yourself through your skull and your ears aren't right in front of your face. So I have another episode on this show um, about – 
this very idea of having a radio voice, so I won't go into a huge amount of detail. You can check that out there. But the thing, the crux of that thing I say in that episode is that you have to be you. People fall in love with you. Podcast fans fall in love with the host because they sound like them. The best thing you can do is be genuinely you. Talk to your audience exactly like you would talk to a friend. Nobody wants to hear the voiceover person doing a show. If I was talking like this all the time, it would be incredibly irritating. So you don't need to have a traditional radio voice. If you listen to podcasts, there are a million and one different types of voices. And really what matters is how you connect with your audience, whether you're present and dishing out content that they're going to love. That is the most important thing, not what your voice sounds like. Not having any experience, another thing that stops people. This podcasting game, I will reveal it to you now, as someone who does it professionally, is all about practice. Really, the thing you can't teach some people is how to tell a story or how to communicate. That is often a very natural thing in some people. So if you are good at that and you think you're a good communicator in your own life, there is some refining absolutely that needs to go into that to take that from a pub conversation to a show. And a lot of the stuff that's on my website and on this podcast is designed to help you find a way to channel that and get professional at presenting but you just need to practice. If you are good at telling a yarn or you've got a lot of expertise that you like to share, then you can absolutely podcast even if you've got no experience. Ditto with the tech. I've got a podcasting guide you can find at podcastguide.com.au that takes you through all of the tech that you need. Really, you just need to know what you need and then get familiar with using it. It's all about practice. And once you get your flying hours up, you will be thinking, how did I ever find this difficult or think that this would be hard? You just need to familiarize yourself with the process. I've got plenty of resources on my website that can help you out. I've got my online podcasting course, Pod School, if you want to go a bit deeper and get a bit more help with that. But really do not let a lack of experience shut you out of the podcasting game. You should be in it if you've got great ideas and great content. This is one of the most magical things about this time and the fact that the tech is getting incredible. There are a whole heap of platforms that are being developed to encourage people to share their own content. And you don't have to ask a newspaper to you know, or a journalist to cover your story or get yourself into a proper radio studio. You can do these things at home. So take that opportunity. Don't be afraid by a lack of experience. Practice and you will get there. And remember, you don't have to go live the very first time you speak into a mic. You can practice and record episodes for a year, two years until you feel confident enough to release one. So don't feel like you have to jump in the deep end straight away. Give yourself a bit of time to practice and feel comfortable and then start to release things and um, and then you will feel more confident in what you're doing. Again, along this same line, people often think, oh, I'm bad with technology. I don't really know how to use things, so I think I just won't be able to use the tech. It is super simple. Again, you just need to be taken through it. Check out my podcasting guide or my online course if you want a bit more help. Otherwise, just Google. You can really find a lot of resources online that will help you familiarize yourself with the tech. If you go through my equipment guide, which is free, you can find a few options there for different budgets for microphones. 
And if you really couldn't afford things, you could get things done for under a hundred bucks or around about a hundred bucks. It's really not super expensive. And again, it's just familiarizing yourself. And once you know what the process is and the steps that are involved, then it becomes like, you know, rote. You get really used to what you need to do. So don't be afraid of, of not being able to use technology. I can barely turn a VCR on, but I can do all of this bizzo. So you don't need to be naturally inclined that way. It's again, just a matter of practice. And as I said there about the costing money, this is another reason a lot of people stay out of it because they think that they can't afford it. There are so many products on the market now. It's incredible, the boom in podcasting and equipment and platforms that you don't really have to pay for anything uh, except maybe a microphone. If you've already got a computer, then you could probably get away with podcasting for about a hundred bucks and that would be the cost of a decent microphone. Then you can add on costs like if you want to use a program like Adobe Audition to edit, then you might have to pay about 30 bucks a month for that. But there are plenty of free programs. You can use Audacity and people edit their podcast on that and they seem to find that that works fine for them. You can find free hosting platforms like Anchor or you can pay five bucks a month or 20 bucks a month or whatever it costs to have a podcasting platform as well. So you can actually get this rolling for a small amount of money. And if you just want to try it because you're not sure whether or not you should commit to it, then I encourage you to try some of the free resources that are out there and even just record on your phone while you're getting used to it. Please don't publish that. It's not high quality enough. I'm not endorsing that. But if you just want to practice presenting and coming up with content and working out if you can structure a show and and do things like that, then just record into your phone and edit the audio in Audacity for free. And you can just use the headphones that come with your phone to listen to things. You don't have to spend a huge amount of money when you're starting out. Just try and see if it's something that you think you might want to do and then start to think about, okay, well, I definitely need a new microphone because a good microphone is probably the one piece of technology that you should spend money on, but you don't have to spend a huge amount. The mic I'm talking into right now cost me 80 Australian dollars. And this is what I do for work. And I would record on this. This is the kit that I take out if I'm recording shows on the road for Mamma Mia, the podcast network that I'm the head of. You can really do it at a cheap price. So don't feel like you have to spend thousands of dollars and don't get swept up in the hype of, oh, I need a $500 microphone because somebody told me I did. The difference between a $500 microphone and an $80 microphone is not worth the money when you are starting out. So really start out small and build yourself from there. I hope that those things have reassured you that podcasting is not as scary as some people think and it is certainly a place where you are more than welcome and you should jump into if you've got great ideas that you want to share don't let any of those things be holding you back and if you want to start a podcast this is the perfect time bloody new year's resolution is the way to do it think about wrapping up this year look at what you've got planned for next year and see if you can't set yourself a goal set yourself a deadline set yourself a month and a date that you want to get this rolling and then work on it if you've got some time off over christmas use that to your advantage take that time 
to try and plan out episodes, go back to that episode where I talk about coming up with your podcast idea and see if you can come up with one if you haven't already. Go through the free resources that I've got on this podcast and my website to try and help you develop the concept and and get comfortable and confident with how you get your idea into people's ears. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year's. Thank you so much for joining me on this show each and every week. I have loved doing it. I love being here in your ears. I will certainly be back in the new year. So please head to podschoolpodcast.com to check out all of the show notes for the episodes and more information. And make sure you send me an email there if you have any questions that you would like answered on the show. Of course, you can head to podschool.com.au as well if you would like to sign up for my online podcasting course. It's a bloody great Christmas gift, if I do say so myself. Just treat yourself. Give yourself pod school. All right. I will see you in the new year. Have a wonderful break and thank you so much for listening. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 